Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are my buddy until the end. More than a buddy, you're my best friend. To be confused with Toy Story 4. <laughs> this is a little Bear McCreary, a little Mark Hamill action. That's the buddy song. I'll be reviewing, no surprise, Child's Play. The new one. A reboot or a remake or whatevs, man. <laughs> I, I, I thought that there was, there's already a continuing Chucky story going on, but you know... Hollywood never ceases to amaze me. I, I, what was the last one? Like Curse of Chucky? Uh, I don't know. I get I get them all confused. But um, so Child's Play. Let's get this right out of the gate before it sounds like I'm being a total prick. Um, I think that this movie is great on just about every level, with the exception of the one that I came for, which was to see Chucky. So, yeah, I walked out of there kind of perplexed. Um, like, from a horror movie standpoint, I had a good time. Like I said, the reason I came, I kind of was like, meh, meh. You know, um, I, I I tend to, no one can fault me for having an open mind. You know, I'm not, I'm not you guys that thinks everything should be, should go by the numbers like, you know, whatever be it Endgame. Well, they didn't include fuck you. I'm not one of those people. But I will say this. Um, I think for something like this that didn't necessarily need to be remade, um, just because uh, I don't think people care um, like the execs think. Like, we care. Of course, you know, people people my age or who grew up with Chucky, but kind of the idea of ushering in you know, kind of a new Chucky for for the kid. I just don't. I I didn't see um, the 
I just didn't see why, to be honest with you. Um, you know, the, these kids, I know, I sound I sound old, but like Mimo is cool to the kids. You know what I'm saying? Child's play, they, they, th- they think we're fools. You know, you take your 13, 14-year-old son to that, and of course he's going to be unnerved by the horrific parts. I, I would bet my bottom dollar that predominantly... Um, the kids that are that were our age when we saw the first child's play that came out in 88 or 89 whenever it was um i just don't think that they care they've they've seen too much there's you know whatever um i think the horrific parts like i said would would uh you know kind of make them readjust themselves in their seat at the theater but for the most part, I just think it was for us, and I think uh, by us I mean the people that grew up with Chucky, and I think to a certain extent, um, the reasons that that made Chucky, you know, just fucking absurd, um, and and people weren't ready for that back in the day, is because of what it was um, and what it looked like, and I think when you kind of change the dynamic of that. Um, it's going to be hit or miss with people, and that is not at all to take away um, from Masters FX and everybody else who who worked on the the, the Chucky doll. Um, I think they made seven of them, seven practical animatronic puppets, um, and, and there was additional CGI provided by Pixamundo. Pixamundo. Um, and that's not taken away from their work. I thought that the work was good. Um, and I, and I, going back to how I, I watch things, uh, with a more open mind than you do, um, (laughs) I, if I didn't have a preconceived idea of Chucky, um, perhaps what Chucky did look like would have translated better for me. Um, unfortunately it just didn't. And, you know, call me stupid. You know, like, uh, you're trying to hang on to the past, bruh. Well, uh, I, I wouldn't say that much because, like I said, I like the movie. I just didn't really care for Chucky. And and um, so let's talk about Chucky for a second. Um, you, have, you bring Mark Hamill in um, to replace – I can't even say replace because Brad Dorff, who did the original voice for Chucky, is still doing the voice for Chucky just in a different – series of Chucky movies so Mark Hamill um, I'll be honest when I when it was announced that he was going to be Chucky um, it was bittersweet Um, on the one hand uh, Mark Hamill has done some excellent voiceover work in fact a lot of people would consider Mark Hamill actually the best Joker even though you don't see him on screen it's just uh, voiceover work but so I, I wasn't um I, I wasn't pessimistic about him being on. I was just kind of, I didn't understand, like I said. You remember just everything that I say after this, just remember what I said in the beginning of the show. It it works on a, uh, as far as a horror movie goes, it works on all levels. As far as a Chucky movie goes, meh. Um, and, and again, I am a realist. These are all for selfish reasons, okay? So just, Sean, you're an idiot. No, it's just my personal opinion. Okay, um, I thought um, Mark Hamill really didn't get as much voice work as what I 
had, had thought that he would. Um, I didn't think that we really got to see Mark Hamill reach a 10 in this movie, you know, 1 through 10 as far as just going batshit crazy. Um, I, I, I feel like we really didn't, like, we got kind of a hint of it, just like a little peppering of it. But I, I know that uh, when Mark Hamill did Joker, we had a, I mean, multiple, multiple, multiple times where you could tell in that moment he was the Joker because he was, you know, like I said, at, at a 10. And with this, I just didn't feel like we got to that point. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, because, you know, I don't do too much show prep for this, so I'm thinking on the fly. Um, now that I think about it, I would like to go back and see it. I almost feel it was like 50-50. 50% where you heard him talking like Buddy, and then 50% where he's, you know, evil incarnate in Chucky. And I'm sorry, but for a Chucky movie, that needs to be what? Like, come on, fans, 80-20? If you're being real, real with yourself, if you're... You know, you just, if you're not blindly going into it, nope, I'm going to like it no matter what anybody else says, I think 80 20 is fair. 70 30, I'll go as far as 70 30, but it needs to be 70% demented Chucky um, speak and 30% of Buddy speak. And we kind of, it's it's somewhere in the middle. And I, I didn't know how to feel about that. Um, to the Chucky point, I will say unequivocally, probably the thing that I disliked most about the film in fact yes i'm going to go on record and say the thing that i dislike most about the film is how chucky came to be i will not ruin anything for you You know we don't do spoilers here um i will just say that was my biggest issue if you think of where chucky or how chucky came to be in the original series or i'm sorry in the original film um and then you see this uh I'm sorry, it that, that, that didn't work for me. In fact, I definitely, because obviously it happens very early on, um, when, I, I will say this, to that credit, I'm glad that we didn't waste too much time on how Chucky came to be. You know, I'm getting to the point in my life where I've seen so many movies that another origin <laughs> story, or another, like, watching an origin happen, man, it's getting... It, like I said, when you watch as much as I do, it gets a little redundant. Like, I I just started uh, Swamp Thing last night. <laughs> and and for just for those of you that are just as upset as I was that Swamp Thing got canceled, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a good show or not yet. Like I said, I just started it. Um, but it looked really good. But I definitely had that moment where I was kind of like, all right. Let's let's get through who these people are and what they do. Yes, of course you work for the CDC. Yes, of course you know. So um, I will say to Child's Play 2019's credit, um, it did not spend a whole lot of time um, fucking with that. But ultimately, what they did, I just I wasn't a fan, and um, it's a selfish reason. You know, I, I'm a realist. Like you know, I, shit. There's probably probably people out there who are fans of the original and saw this one and thought it was great you know just for me in particular i i wasn't feeling it so um i, I mean i just right in the early on i was just like oh fuck really that's what we decided to do but um i was pleasantly surprised with how the uh film film turned out um ultimately um incorporating kind of modern technology 
in with Chucky. Um, I thought that was fine. A lot of things I thought were very strong, um, as well as the cast. And in fact, there was parts in it where I kind of was like, "Oh man, you you have a couple of really really strong actors in this." And I just they were getting cheesy horror dialogue. I thought. Um, for those of you that are just film fans in general, you know what I'm talking about. Just very kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know. I'm not going to say lazy writing because uh, I've gotten to the point in my life where there, sometimes I have to take a step back and go, well, what else would you say there? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and to say anything else kind of wouldn't convey the point or it wouldn't make sense in general. Um, so there's a lot of that going on um but i thought with with the dialogue that they had i thought they did strong um aubrey plaza who plays karen barclay um do we all know who aubrey plaza is i hope so but i'll tell you what i like her in i like her in legion i like her in ingrid goes west mike and dave need wedding dates and the next i believe she's doing some voiceover work for the arc in the aardvark um Equally strong contribution to the film, and I absolutely love him. Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Detective Mike Norris. Um, He's on Atlanta, which is the best show that you're not watching. I keep trying to tell people about Atlanta, and then I'll ask, you know, the same 20 people, hey, did you start Atlanta? Oh, bro, no, man. You know, The Office is getting taken off of Netflix at the end of 2020. Oh, okay, so you're going to rewatch the shit that you've already seen. Good plan. Um, so he was in Atlanta, uh, Widows, which I thought was one of the strongest um, movies of last year, Widows. He was also in White Boy Rick, If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, and actually, I believe he was like the general in the initial run of Book of, Book of Mormon um, on Broadway. So uh, Brian Tyree, definitely an accomplished actor. I could be wrong on who he played, but I'm almost positive he was in the original run of uh, Book of Mormon. Uh, Next, he's got Super Intelligence, The Woman in the Window. Uh, He will be alongside of Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. He will also be in Godzilla vs. Kong, The Outside Story, and A Quiet Place 2. So whenever I got a feeling about an actor who I think is going to be doing things, guess what happens? They end up doing, doing mad things, and I'd say... Um, I mean, if you go and look at his IMD, he just, he, not only do, as an actor, does he keep getting better and better, but he's being utilized in better projects. Um, obviously quiet place was a fucking, you know, huge success last year. So, uh, be on the lookout for Brian Tyree Henry and did, will you watch fucking Atlanta, please? Don't you like Donald Glover? I thought everybody liked Donald Glover. All right. So fucking watch Atlanta. Christ almighty. Gabriel Bateman. Sorry. Gabriel Bateman plays Andy Barclay. Uh, Barclay. I, I thought he did good as Andy. I thought he did good. Um, it, it was nice not to kind of see a, um, a a one-tone acting out of him. You know, just kind of straight line. We're doing the same same voice. Same, not, you know, even our when we're scared, it looks the same as, as, as when we're not scared. You know, so I thought he did a good job. Um. Gabriel's been in 
a lot of shit for being as young as he's been in for the horror crowd. Um, <clears throat> Lights Out, Annabelle he was in, American Gothic TV series, uh, the Outcast TV series, which I've been meaning to watch for like years and I haven't got around to it. I've heard great things. Um, he's also in Robert the Bruce, which is... <clears throat> Uh, I believe in post-production now. And next for him, he's got Think Like a Dog and Cypher. So Gabriel Bateman just continuing to add to his uh, already um, illustrious IMDb credits. And, I mean, he can't he can't be over 15 or 16. He just can't be. Um, so we had a lot of bit uh, roles outside of those. Um a couple of Andy's friends are Phelan and Pug. Phelan is played by Beatrice Kitsos, and Pug is that's a pug on your mug. Pug is played by Ty Consiglio. Ty Consiglio plays Pug, um, <clears throat> and I will say I do. I, I did like that dynamic of the film where um, we could have kind of taken a traditional path with as far as um, how Andy becomes friends with them, what happens um, throughout the story. And we we did some <clears throat> unconventional stuff that I liked that made me care more for the characters. I always mention that on this podcast. I, I got to care. If I don't care, then I don't give, you know, I, I could give a fuck if you die. Or worse, I continue to see you on screen and I wonder why the fuck you were there. Didn't have that problem with the kids, which was great. Um, and uh, they definitely... Um, all play their part, I will say. No spoilers here. No spoilers. Um, they all play their part. Um, who else did I want to mention? I wanted to mention this, uh, the gentleman who plays Gabe. Um, his name is Trent Redekop. Um He was in a series of infor- unfortunate events, uh, a series of unfortunate events, Friends Like These and Filthy Swine, uh, and, as well as Lucifer. Boy, was he a, a creep in this one. Just a fucking creep. I hate any time... It doesn't matter what movie you're in, if it's a horror film, a comedy, a drama. If if your guy with a wife beater who's like sweaty and you got that like yellow ring going around, <laughs> we shouldn't say wife beater, just the the white traditional white tank top, and you got that yellow ring going around, I immediately hate you. <laughs> I immediately just I whatever. Uh, you know, and obviously that's a conscientious decision from you know our uh, costume designers, our department set design. Uh, but I, I just immediately want you to die. <laughs> so, um, and his creep, for lack of better terms, his version of a creep is yeah, he's pretty fucking gross and and sweaty and 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 you want him to die. Um, who else had a bit role that I the step the 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 gentleman who plays the stepdad I thought was was pretty good. Um, I think he was David uh, plays Shane. Um, David Lewis played Shane. I thought as the um, always popular hateable stepdad. I thought he definitely pulled it off. <laughs> I I yeah. There's a couple times throughout there I was just like, oh fuck this dude. <laughs> Fuck this dude. He needs. He's got to go. He's got to go. And 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 I do like how we did that. Because um, like I said, I praise the story. The, the as far as the the presentation of the content, I thought it was really good. And I don't mind doing cliches if it fit if if it fits perfectly in the story. In this particular instance, um, 
David Lewis playing Shane, I mean, it fit perfectly. You know, you, you again, not going to spoil anything for you, but you definitely are like, man, you know what? Stepdads are fucking bullshit, dude. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I have to mention him just because, uh, well, it's my show. Uh, Tim Matheson was in this. Doesn't have a big role. He plays Henry Caslin, which is basically like the CEO of the toy company that, that market or I'm sorry that markets distributes blah 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 um the buddy doll buddy who turns into Chucky um but I love Tim Matheson ever since Animal House like I (laughs) Animal House Fletch Drop Dead Fred he's been in literally 180 things so um because it's my podcast I had to say hey shout out to Tim Matheson even though your role in this was borderline non-existent um Mark Hamill as Chucky, Mark, Mark. I mean, Mark Hamill's great. I mean, the, you know, there's no doubt about that. And I don't even think what happened in this was necessarily his fault. In fact, I would have liked to be a uh, would have been a fly on the wall when he got the script because there had to have been a moment when he was just like, "Well, when are we going to go like full on crazy? Or well, how come there's not more crazy Chucky moments? It's more like this." learning moments. That's all I'll say. Again, no spoilers here. I'll just say we we have much more learning dialogue than we do anything else, which, you know, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. Whatever, man. I want a duebe dembella, or whatever the hell he says. Give me the power, I beg of you! That's what I want. Did I get it right, fans? I could be wrong. A due dembella. Um, but Mark Hamill, I, he's there's so much shit that he's in coming out. Uh, the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, which I believe is coming out on Netflix not too much longer. Um, Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker. So check this out. I don't like trailers, right? Don't can't just can't stand them. I have closed my eyes and listened to the Rise of the Skywalker trailer probably like 25 times. I'm pumped. I am pumped. I all all I can tell you is I hear the <sighs> rain getting her her breath back and then obviously the trailer ends with uh, Mark Hamill being like um, most of us are never gone, or some some of us never leave, you know, and then you hear, <laughs> which is the Emperor. Anyway, uh, so we got Rise of the Skywalker coming out soon. Uh, what else, what else? The Last Kids on Earth, which is a TV series, and Invincible, Mark Hamill will be uh, starring in, but uh, Andy, I think he's got like three or four more things in production. Um, so unlike, I think, most of the horror crowd that was like, why is Mark Hamill doing Chucky?, I was just like, whatever, we'll see. Let's let's see his interpretation of Chucky. And just to drive home one more time, I know I realize it's kind of a redundant podcast, but to drive home one more time, I just don't think he was given the range that he probably like the range of with the dialogue that I I'm sure he probably thought going into it. He's like, oh, I'm going to get to play with this a little bit, and you know, I can kind of make Chucky my own. Whereas once you see it, you'll see while. why I think his his hands were kind of tied as far as how much he could do with the Chucky character, um, and and I urge you if it, I oh anybody who thinks that the shit that I'm saying right now is fucking stupid or whatever, write me, text me, whatever, challenge me, 
just prepare to be challenged. Don't do that 2019 shit where just because you feel it is something should be a certain way and you have nothing to support that, but I feel how something should be the way that it is, but I do have things to support that. Don't come prepared. You come correct when we're going to be debating movies. You hear me, son? You hear me, daughter? (laughs) What am I doing? What am I doing? Child's Play, uh, directed by Lars Klevberg. Um... Legit only has shorts under his name. The short of Polaroid, The Wall, and I think he's got something around the corner called Kong Hunter 2. So I was kind of shocked that this... I mean, what, what what am I doing with my life? This guy shoots two shorts, and now he gets to take over a Child's Play franchise. So good for Lars Klevberg, because that's awesome. Uh, it was written by Tyler Burton-Smith. Tyler Burton-Smith has wrote... Some video games, Quantum Break and Sleeping Dogs. But I will say this, I got super excited uh, once I saw what his uh, next project is, which is Kung Fury 2. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Kung Fury or not. It's on YouTube and um, especially those 80s babies. It's on YouTube and Netflix. It is a goddamn hilarious half hour of your time. And it's a full movie. (laughs) And it is just so, such, again, it's more toward catered towards 80s folks that I think remember a time when movies or games or whatever look like that, but um, Kung Fury is hilarious, and Tyler Burton-Smith is um, writing or co-writing Kung Fury 2, so that ought to be interesting. Obviously, we know the characters were created by Don Mancini, who had nothing to do with this film at all. I don't even know if he was like a supervising producer or anything. I should probably check that up, but I didn't because I'm a loser. Um, Who else do we got? Bear McCreary, as I mentioned in the beginning, doing the score. Um, Walking Dead, 10 Cloverfield Lane, Everly, Digging Up the Marrow, Hellfest, Happy Death Day to You, Godzilla. Next, he's got Eli and the Snowpiercer TV series. And to that point, I would just like to say Snowpiercer, the movie with... uh, Chris Evans is so fucking overrated. Everybody thinks that movie's so fucking great, and it looks really cool, and, like, the idea of it is cool. It just, I don't know, I thought it fell flat. Some people are like, bro, you ever seen Snowpiercer? That shit is so... No, it's not. I mean, you know, it's just, you know what? It, it is good. Not my bag, babe. Not my bag, babe. Um, so Bear, Bear McCreary everywhere now, and I absolutely love his scores, you know? Um... If you are a composer and you get put on uh, my workout playlist, you have done. Not only have you done your job, but you have you have passed with flying colors. Um, uh, what else did I wanted to to bring up? Oh, the cinematography by uh, Brendan Ugama, uh, who did Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Van Helsing, and uh, Riverdale. I thought the look of Child's Play was awesome. I really did. We kept it dark. Um, there are again don't want to ruin anything for you there are some great lighting techniques utilized uh by brendan throughout the film not even like a couple of them there's a scene i will say at um that involves the stepdad being outside and christmas lights and the way that that entire scene looks i thought was fantastic and um the cinematography plays a huge part in how that blood and gore is going to translate, too. I don't know if y'all know that listening in Radio Land, but that that's true. And I think, I, uh, for me, being the... Uh, did you hear my brain just have a seizure right there? I went, okay, <laughs> my, brain, my brain just seized up. Anyway, um, there you can shoot blood and gore in a way that just looks silly. I, to me, 
Um, but that's not evident here. And in fact, um, I would almost say it kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, I did that review for Headhunter, which Headhunter was amazing. Hopefully you guys have gone out and seen that. Four bucks on Amazon. Stream that shit. 70 minutes of your time. But the blood is very... Uh, the the effects are very similar to that of Child's Play. Um, keeping it dark, not super bright red, you know. And that is a testament to Brendan's cinematography. Um, I've, already master, or I've already mentioned Masters FX, who... Um, you know, they took six weeks to assemble those seven practical animatronic pep, uh, puppets. Um, they had interchangeable arms and heads that performed a variety of required actions on set. And then, like I said, additional CGI by Pixamundo. And nothing against Pixamundo, but um, I think Pixamundo was brought in to annoy me <laughs> with Chucky. Because, like I said, the movie's great. Chucky just... Ugh. Fuck, man. And, and just so we're clear, there are scenes where the doll does look good. There are scenes where the doll does look evil. But more often than not, it didn't. Um, so I, I don't know if I can say anything else. Um, the production budget of 10, 10 million, I'm sure a good portion of that went to um, the actors and uh, actresses. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I mean, come on, Aubrey Plaza is pretty fucking popular right now. So, um, budget of ten mil, shot in Vancouver, BC. Don't look it. Looks like downtown New York. Uh, yeah, that's that's my take on Child's Play, guys. I uh, I liked it as a horror film. I did not like it as a Chucky movie. I know that sounds perplexing, and you know I, I'm sure that there's going to be um, a couple of you that are going to come up to me and be like, you know what you said makes no sense. Like Chucky's meant to be a horror film, and you said it was a good horror film, but that you didn't like Chucky. Yeah, man, when you see the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. The scenes, for the most part, and I didn't, just so we're clear, I didn't like every death scene. I thought, well, again, not going to spoil anything, but... I thought setup, delivery, I wouldn't change anything at all um, from a story standpoint. Um, I just would have utilized some things differently with Chucky. So, is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I went out and saw it. Did you? Probably not. Oh, I'm so busy. No, no. Your phone has convinced you that you <laughs> think you're busy. You're not. Go out. It's, it's literally like an 85-minute movie. So, you have no excuse. All right. Um, somebody told me I should stop spelling, um, the name of this podcast out. So I'm going to do them a favor and not spell it. Just kidding. I am going to spell it out. Ellis Cinema. E-L-L-I-S-S-I-N-E-M-A dot com is the website. Ellis Cinema Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Drop us a line. Drop me a line. Um, debate me. I would love to. Love debating movies. Uh, so get out there and see Child's Play. It's definitely worth the money. Like, I, I had a good time as a film. I just was kind of like, aww, when it came to Chucky. But that, you know, at the end of the day, it is Chucky. <laughs> let's, let's be clear about one thing. This is about a killer doll. It didn't really annoy me to, you know, it didn't ruin the movie. It's about a killer doll, dude. Ellis Cinema.
the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.